Episode 19. It's now, our show has now been legally allowed to have sex with adults for a year. Uh, we got a special guest today. His name is, want to introduce yourself? That's Sam Bilski. He's a LA comic and producer. And what else are you up to these days, Sam? Um, that's about it. Yeah, I mean, I just do the comedy and I produce and uh, I, I work a normal job and I hate what is that normal job you hate? If I'm in sales. <laughs> okay. Um, is it is it horrible because of the, like the like the 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 power structure of it, or because of the actual day to day duties of uh, it? I just or? don't think I like working very much. I think that's no. that's the answer. I just don't like having a job and having to show up on time, in any of the structure that's associated with that. And I say that a lot even on my own podcast, and so I don't actually care who knows. What a fucking snowflake. I know, yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to show up and go to work. I'd, I'd honestly rather be sleeping all day. Oh, yeah. You ever lie to your colleagues? All the time. <laughs> what, what do you lie to them about? When I'm like, when I say I've got, when I say I'm working, I'm usually not. Okay, what, do you, what are you doing instead? So I'm well, at the gym, I'm jerking off. Uh, you're literally jerking Sometimes off. I jerk off midday, yeah. It's nice to have a little lunchtime jerk off. I was just probably making more than a nap. I do take naps sometimes. I think you can legitimize lying about jerking off, like to your colleagues. I think there's a lot of things you can lie about, so long as you understand that, like, it's just to for self. Um, I, I say self care, but I think it's totally okay to lie at work because you know you're working for somebody else and you're working for a big corporation and you know they spend a lot of money on things that are useless so you know if I decide that I don't want to work and I just say hey I'm working when I'm actually at the gym or in the sauna or whatever then I don't see anything wrong with that personally what's the most like outlandish excuse you've ever given for missing work or missing school or anything like that um, when I was um, when I was in when I was like 22 like I, I, I used the excuse my grandma died three times Three times in a row? I forgot that I used it on the What did she die of each time? Uh, It's like some Oregon Trail shit. Didn't specify. Um, The more fucked up lies I've used was my dad was in the hospital when he wasn't. He was perfectly healthy. That's pretty fucked up. I did something like that once. Chris turned off the AC. Um, Did you give him any details on on what made your dad unhealthy? Well, that's the key to a good lie is the details. You have to add enough details to make it seem like it's something that's totally legitimate. You gotta be like George Costanza. It's not a lie if you believe it. No, 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 no. I don't wanna I don't wanna be so disillusioned that I, <laughs> I believe my lies. I just wanna cover enough detail where it's like I can have sprinkles of things that I can bring up later to legitimize it. That's but then you have to you have to know that recipe for those sprinkles though. Well so for example if I'm like supposed to be working in like if I'm based out of an area but I know I'm gonna be working remotely, mm. but they want me to go to an event that was sprung on me last minute, then I might make up a lie about where I'm actually going. <laughs> but the reason is not legitimate. Like so I'll say like an example would be like my brother got in a motorcycle accident. <laughs> <laughs> And I have to fly to Memphis. Yeah, I might be in Memphis doing like a comedy show or something. Like like Mem- like the like Tennessee. Uh, I, was, I was thinking like Egypt. 
Yeah, um, you get really outlandish. So then you'll like do little sprinkles, right? You'll say like, oh, when I was in Memphis visiting my brother, you know, my family went out to this like barbecue place because I actually went there. <laughs> and I can Google it, so it's like it's like. So you have the details. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and, yeah I have something very similar. Gives to it that. a foundation. Yeah, I lied. I lied about something very similar to that. I was working in the Bay Area at a movie theater, and I hate. I was with like a, I was dating an older woman. I was miserable. I was like nineteen, lost in life. I moved up with her to the Bay Area. She got a job there. So we're getting at this movie theater, decided to move back to L.A. And when I gave my resignation, I didn't even give two weeks. I just told them, like, my cousin OD'd. I have to move back to L.A. He also did not OD. He didn't even have a drug problem. And the woman got really frustrated with me, and she was just like, damn it, Jay, we hired you on condition you'd be here for Twilight opening weekend. And she just really, like, hammered that home that I, was, like, I fucked up and not being there for Twilight. And I was honestly... Relieved that I wasn't there for Twilight. I think we're. I think you should be relieved that you weren't there for those movies. Were terrible. I mean, I don't want to be there for the crowd that it was going to attract. Yeah. No. I mean, I. 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 Uh, yeah. I mean, I. I did have. Uh, I think that. Yeah. The more specific, the more legitimate, the more. You know, you can't say you're sick. You know, you can't say. You know, I have a doctor's appointment. It has to be something that, you know, without a doubt, they can't question. And if they did, you could turn it on them and make them seem like the bad guy. No, it's it's really good to gaslight people like that. Yeah. You work for them. <laughs> <laughs> no, so you want to say, like, oh, okay, it's like, well, you know, it's really personal. It's family business. You know, my brother was in a... He's my twin brother. I don't want to talk about his details. It's his privacy. You turn it on them, that way they... They, they can't like come back at you, you know. So you're a twin. Dude, I like how you have a twin. That makes it like yeah, so I, they, I, they I imagine they imagine too. Yeah, no, but they imagine him because it's his twin. So like imagine them going home and be like, God damn it, I didn't know he had a twin. <laughs> and you're imagining the visual of the same person. It really hits home. Yeah, no, I think That's the, a detail. Yeah, you have to be very specific with it and then you have to like have nuggets of things that you'll remember that you can use in stories down the line to legitimize your lies for the long term <laughs> so that you come across as being this truthful. This guy is a professional liar. Fucking. <laughs> I, have, I have scammed my way to success in corporate yeah, put, America. Put your lies in armor. <laughs> Give them fucking... I have, I have worked my way up into corporate America in a bag of lies and I have no, I have no guilt associated with it at all because at the end of the day, like if I perform well enough at my job, you know, and I could do that working two days a week, then I don't see a problem with that. Oh, that's a good point. So is your brother identical or fraternal? No, we don't look anything alike. Yeah. Um, it's actually, like, I love being a twin, but when you tell people you're a twin, you have to sort of say, well, I'm a fraternal twin, because they're going to ask if you look alike. And then when you fi when they find out you don't, they're immediately disappointed. Well, my whole joke then is also just exactly. worthless. So that's good, too. No, no, no. I mean, I, he could, I, could, I could AI over his body or something. <laughs> If I wanted to do that, but you know, again, it's still <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah. No, no, I wouldn't do that. I, I'm saying I wouldn't do that. But if I wanted to go the identical twin route, saying, "Have you like, if I were like be over dramatic with it and say, <laughs> have you ever imagined yourself dying in a hospital room? That's what it's like for me." Yeah. Then I would have to like, you know, somehow legitimize that by posting in the team's chat that. 
My brother's doing better, but it's just a picture of me. So if he was an actor on like a really well-known show and he died, you could basically replace him and vice versa. No, we don't look alike. No, but like the CGI. It, like it, in the way, in a way, yeah. If I were to like Photoshop my face onto his body or something. Did you watch The Sopranos? Yeah. Remember when Livia died and they showed like she died early, so there was an episode where she was still in it, but it was just like her recreated for that last scene, and it looks really weird. Mm-hmm. That's what I imagine. It's Wait, which like. character did Olivia play? Olivia? The mom. The mom. The grandma or Tony. Oh, the mom. grandma. Tony's yes, mom, the, yeah. the 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 cunt of that was always yeah. Tony. Oh, she wasn't really a cunt, but she was. She was a nasty woman. She was not nice. Not she was nice. Yeah, not the nicest woman. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a big believer in, in lying to get ahead for sure. On that note, do you guys think it would be worse to be a tireless, carefree, addicted gambler or absolutely addicted to prostitution? Not you being a, a trick turner, you turning the tricks, like you going to pay the prostitutes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I figured. No, I think that gambling is way worse. Yeah. I think it's a blacker hole. Literally. Well, I think it's a darker hole yeah. uh, with gambling for sure because you're... You you don't get anything if you lose. Like if you pay a prostitute a little bit too much money, at least you get laid. Yeah, and yeah. at least an individual is getting the money usually. Unless it's they a transaction, pay. right? Whereas a, a casino is getting it. You like can't get a disease yeah. from gambling. Yeah, but you can use a condom. I mean, honestly, SCDs are a lot lower than you think, especially these days. Especially if you're using a condom, and it's this is not homophobic, but if it's like heterovaginal sex with a condom, you're probably not going to get an SCD. It's very unlikely. Um, as somebody who's dabbled in, in both, and somebody who doesn't have alcohol or drug addiction, I've experimented with drugs and drank in a fair amount, I do tend to, I know I have a predisposition to gambling addiction just because I have spent way too much time gambling before. And I don't know if I have prostitution addiction, which I don't think I do because I haven't done that in years but sex in general I definitely have like a sex addiction if that's even a real thing do you guys think it's a real thing sex addiction? I think it is but I think it, it depends on how you define it like I have, I have a friend that sits in a room and jerks off for 12 hours that's pretty bad I, I have a friend who on meth jerked right. off in a closet for like 12 hours oh well I mean this is yeah I mean meth that's a that's a common thing on meth actually what about David Duchovny yeah. didn't he like retire from acting for quite a while because he was sexually like completely the guy that was in Californication. No, I mean, obviously know who that is, but I don't, I don't know. Um, why didn't I say X Files? Yeah, I was, I was, yeah. I was curious why he picked his like second famous, most famous show. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, not his most iconic show. Why? Well, I, I don't like sci-fi, so I never really watched X Files, but everybody knows him from X Files. That's that what he's yeah, most he'll always be remembered for. That's like saying, uh, you know, William Shatner from Boston Legal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Harrison um, Ford would be an interesting, like, Star Wars and Indiana Jones are probably equally famous. <clears throat> Who's more famous, Han Solo or Indiana Jones? You could say, um, you could say, like, uh, um, Witness. What was the actor's name? Oh, Mark Hamill? No, no, the, the, the one you just said. Um, Harrison Ford? Harrison Ford, Ford. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. if I've read it. Like, oh, Harrison Ford from, um... From The Fugitive? Yeah, uh, from, um... From what's it called? Patriot uh, Games. He was in American Graffiti, which is pretty obscure for him. For his, for him. What's that movie? The Get Off My Plane. Snakes on a plane. No, no. no uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Air Force One. 
never saw that. Right? Where I was going to say, like, uh, Harrison Ford from Blade Runner 2042. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know this guy, Harrison Ford? <laughs> like, the new one? Yeah. The very yeah. New one. yeah. Dude, what about, Jay, what about when he crashed his plane in Penmar? Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was fucking crazy. He supposedly just, like, walked out. There's there's a really actually good meme about ten years ago of Harrison Ford and all the different Ford cars. So it was like, <laughs> like Ford Explorer. It was him, like in a Ford Explorer. One was Ford Fiesta. Him pouring like bartending drinks. There was also like Ford Focus. He had binoculars on, and he had Ford Escape. He was in a um, what's it called? He was in a helicopter, which he probably crashed. Um, but prostitution and gambling. I think yeah, the only addictions I've ever really had is like kind of when I was a little kid, computer games and video games when I was a little kid. I don't know, did you play a lot of video games as a kid? I did. I mean, that was my first addiction and I used to smoke crack and that's like a good story with prostitutes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, when you smoke crack, it, I don't know, I never really did a lot of cocaine, mm-hmm. but it's like when you're, you know, like I've heard like when people do a lot of cocaine, their dicks don't work. Of course. Well, when you smoke crack, it's the same. But you'll, your company, when you smoke crack in like a Motel 6, is usually like a prostitute. Mm-hmm. Some hookers, they know that they're not, they're not, you're, you're not going to have sex with them because your dick won't work, and you're all just smoking crack. And to me, that's better with the prostitute, where like, if I was smoking crack and I was gambling, I was losing my money, there'd be less money for crack. Yeah. But with prostitutes, <laughs> you're fucking resourcing here, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, prostitutes is like you're not smoking crack alone, and you know things might get kind of weird, like at like four in the morning when you guys have been up for a couple of days. Yeah, you that's gotta kick them way. the fuck out. I never really combined the two things. I, my weirdest but most economically sound prostitution experience was in Germany, where it was legal. I just gotten basically broken up with the girl I was in love, like my longest relationship. And it was like, you know, fuck it, I'm going to go to get some prostitutes. Went to an all-you-can-fuck brothel <laughs> in, in Hamburg. I don't know That's if awesome. Why, why is that not a thing here? It should be. It was totally legal, and I had sex with, like, ten women in one day. Nice. What do you pay? What's the fee for that? It was only 100 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I got a wristband. <laughs> and there was these Turkish guys celebrating the end of Ramadan there, too. Oh, I love that. They're like, um, they're like, we're not going to eat before sundown, but we're going to fuck prostitutes. I think it was, yeah, it was like the very end of it. So I think... They, I like that moral yeah. code. Yeah, I think I like the picking and choosing of what you're going to sacrifice for Allah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They had I, a, buff, a little buffet there, too, but I kind of avoided it. I would eat, yeah. I just I would just eat. I'd be like, I'll get to the girls later if I'm going to enjoy this buffet. What kind of foods would you avoid in that situation? Like, if you're, like, at a Curry. brothel, I would say mayo. Yeah, mayo, curry, anything creamy, condiments in general. No, I think the the anything carb heavy, and anything that's gonna make you shit. Yeah, I was gonna say anything gaseous. Well, not just for the sake of like how it'll affect your libido and your performance, but how would it like just like the association with like a bunch of. People. Can you imagine having like a Philly chop, like a cheesesteak or a chopped cheese, and then going to fuck some prostitutes? I changed my mind. I want to get my dick sucked while eating a chipotle burrito. I think that that sounds amazing. What kind of burrito? Like, what would your like a disgusting like everything in it, like bean double heavy. wrapped, bean heavy. Yeah. But the thing is, is like I mean, I want to like even though okay, I'm, like the people. This is an audio medium, but for the people listening, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of overweight. I'm kind of a fat guy, and as a fat guy, like if I work out a day when I know I'm gonna get laid, mm-hmm. and I feel like I've eaten kind of healthy, I feel more attractive in bed in a way, where it's like if I eat like shit and I get laid, like I'm I am fucking the girl, but I feel insecure while doing it in mm-hmm. a way where it's like she notices how fat I am and we're both having a bad time. 
Whereas opposed to if I like felt like I was better, at least I can pretend like we're both having a good time. Mm. And either way, in both scenarios, she's having a bad time. I love that that like <laughs> reasoning or the, like the sort of uh, distinction you're making between the two. Fucking resourcing again, dude. <laughs> yeah, you guys are learning a lot about me. But what I, I can kind of relate to that in the sense that I obviously like I'm I'm pretty not a you know not a big guy, but I have IBS so like I'm really sensitive to the food I eat right. a lot of times and just being Jewish in general um, and if I'm about to hook up with a chick and I know it's gonna happen I'll like consciously just eat like a salmon bowl with like white rice or something that day and like be very careful but if it happens just randomly and I get laid and I'd, I'd eaten like nachos or a lot of pizza and I smell like pizza and I'm really like you, they can hear my stomach mm -hmm. too, like all like the, the sounds my stomach are making like after sex. It's not good. Can, well, girls' stomachs make the weirdest noises. I've heard some weird noises from yeah. Stomachs, I think we yeah. agree on that. This is the best water. The bottled water. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what I mean. Like the out of the, like the, the, the what do you call it? Not like Evian and what do you call like PH? sub main tier. Well, that's like the, the secondary water. brands, I well, guess. This is a new new brand, so it's like I don't even know what tier I'd even consider it in. He's holding up an essential water bottle. Yeah, Essentia alkaline water is what Chris is now holding because we don't have the nine point five pH or higher. Does anybody know what that means? Well, it's like that's like the, <clears throat> a good pH balance. So it's got the right um, amount of acidities and minerals in the water. That's like pH balance is the amount of acidity in the water. So if it's like zero. Zero pH, zero minerals, that's distilled water. That's what you use to like clean shit. That's like what they use like in surgical equipment and stuff. Oh, you don't want that? Well, no, because like it'll scratch it up and there'll be like bacteria on if you clean things with non-distilled water. So that has the right amount of balance of like acid and minerals in the water. Mm -hmm. That makes it like what people would consider the best for like health and hydration. Well, of course, you don't want to drink distilled water because it lacks, yeah, like... Like, it lacks any any. I gotta be completely resources. honest. That was probably the most intelligent thing that has ever been said on the Chinese basketball podcast. Well, I used to sell water machines. That's why. I like the Kangen water like, or whatever. No, like well, uh, no, um, like reverse osmosis. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's even so, nicer. Yeah, like a lot of it's like has to do with what what's like total dissolved solids, which is the amount of minerals in there, mm. and there's like some good stuff in there. So is this fun. really good water? I mean, from what they say, yeah. It's got okay. The pH balance. Yeah. And, for water, water, for water. What's an fans? electrolyte? Um, Potassium is an electrolyte. It's like a pro, it's a type of uh, element that helps with hydration. So you are so you may not have good math skills, but how your science skills actually seem. I'm really good at. I could be totally wrong. I'm just very convincing at sounding like. Dude, I I'm dumb. I'm, I'm, I'm dumb. Dude, hold on, I'm dumb enough that I don't. I didn't even know that that was considered science. Chris well, is really good pH at is, the, is the acidity scale. I believe. So pH being the amount of acid and something. Yeah, no, that. I mean, yeah, that I guess that's scientific. Yeah. Very basic. That's science. like chemistry. Yeah. yeah, it's stuff like you learn in like seventh grade or. So then minerals like like minerals like alkaline water, you know, it has like healthy minerals and that would be like things like iron and magnesium and fluoride. Zinc. Zinc. Yeah, I mean zinc is zinc. really good. Makes so, your loads thicker. Oh really? Sure. Interesting. Like more cohesive. That's what they say. They say like, you should if you if you need to have big loads for a particular reason, you know what I'm getting at. Uh, you should be taking zinc, 
if it's not already in your multivitamin, you should be take you could be taking a maca root, which is really good. That increases libido. Um, iron is obviously good. Those are all stuff that increase testosterone. Uh, but don't just willy nilly take TRT because that might not be the solution for you. TRT being testosterone booster replacement. Yeah, a lot of like it's become trendy just because of like not specifically Joe Rogan, but just in general like bodybuilding trends now and. It's it's good if you like get a full panel of your hormones, but if you if, if you just assume that you need higher testosterone, it might actually lower your libido and fuck with you because you might it might convert into estrogen if you have too much testosterone. Yeah, that's where body. the the like um, what they call um, gynecomastia. Yeah, exactly. Which is like the uh, man boobs, basically. When mm-hmm. high estrogen levels uh, can create like yeah boobs on men, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's weird when men get the like the fluffy nipples. I was kind of fluffy. Do you, no, no, but like, like, <laughs> like, there's an undercarriage to him. Is that what you're talking about, kind of? Um, being like you, like you would have like you would grow like not pecs but like breasts. So like well, you see different levels moves. of it. You actually wow. So have you ever seen you ever seen, you know Fight Club? Yeah. And then uh, Meatloaf's character, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Robert Paulson or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he had um, was steroids and then got um, testicular cancer. And his estrogen levels came up when he was off the steroids, which caused him to grow man boobs. That's, like, the scientific reason behind it. Wow. So that, like, yeah, fucks with you. And it's, it's the same concept of when men, trans, female to female, people take estrogen. It, it, it blocks the testosterone and it, right. you know, that stuff. So, and not as a scientific way, but I don't know. Since, since we're talking about testosterone... Who are, who are some guys that you imagine that are bigger all the way to enormous that have a really small set or a really small guy that has a big set? So like a DeVito with the Rock's dick or the yeah. reverse. Man, so DeVito with a Mandingo cock. Yeah. Any short yeah. Italian, I think, would have a big dick. Any short Italian actor. But I think like some like the ones that like they're, they keep their whole life private, like the weirdo scientist. Like Tom Cruise... Probably has a micro penis. I don't think he has a big dick at all. No. But he's not a big guy. He's a small guy, too. He's a small guy, but I'm saying, like, Tom Cruise was, like, the last movie star. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody who's, like, just a known to be a giant asshole. So, like, Chevy Chase is tall. Chevy Chase probably, probably has a small dick, penis, though. yeah. And yeah. weird, too. Although I do think Kanye has a big dick, and that's not because he's black I'm saying that, but I, I think, we were talking about this before, I think he just has an enormous package. You think he has a big dick, big balls. Well, he was with Kim Kardashian. She doesn't. She doesn't marry guys with small dicks. Exactly. You know that, that was yeah. our point. So any like <clears throat> Pete Davidson, known to have a giant penis, right? Who? But it's Pete Davidson. Yeah, yeah. But I think any skinny guy that looks like the guy that was like the drug dealer in high school, you know, like that specific. I mean, it's kind of a Louis C.K. bit, but like they've got like their um, pronounced Adam's apple. Pronounced Adam's apple. Yeah, yeah. And they're tall or they're short, like they're really skinny. They always have that, that big long, dick. Monster box. like a hangar. Yes. Yeah. Now, I think alternatively, I think a, a surprising person with a small dick might be that um, uh, some that Baptista guy, the, the, the guy who's in all the the wrestler. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He might have a small dick. <laughs> He's a white guy that's really big and on steroids and always plays like a tough character. Mm-hmm. He Dave have Bautista, a surpri- Dave Bautista. Bautista. Dude. He could have a surprisingly small penis. I think also... Um, any like white douchey guy from like a sitcom, 
like any of the white douche like like uh um, I think Tim Allen has a huge dick though. Tim Allen definitely is a huge dick. For <laughs> sure. Because you don't he's a famous staunch Republican and he has to have a giant dick. And he was like a coke. And he's very like smiley. Yeah. He's got no problem. He's got a big dick, he's rich. But he's not Republican, but he's also like not pro Trump, apparently. Like he's well, what I'm saying is is like he's he's political in his act. That's that's not the norm, like that's a good point. So, Remember that noise he used to make on Home Improvement? <laughs> so shitty, dude. I don't think Aziz Ansari has a huge dick. Aziz Ansari, but I think that's more so... Is that... Are Indian guys known to have big dicks? That I don't know. That's one of those races where it's like you don't hear stereotypes at all. I think it probably just varies. That's actually true, dude. And you know what Jay and I noticed? Along with you never hear like sexual stereotypes or any stereotypes about uh, Indian people... There are no Indian bartenders. Yeah. Whoa, good point. Yeah, I've never, never seen know. an Indian... I, I, I want to bring that up to you because you said you were a bartender at one point, right? Um, no, I worked in bars. Oh, you worked um, in bars. Okay. Also in Did you ever see... Oh, that's true. Um, I never... Well, no, no, was, there was not a lot of Indian people in Kansas. I don't think I have... Has there ever been an Indian bartender? Yeah, listeners, whoever you are. In India. <laughs> have you ever seen Indian bartenders... I might have seen a female Indian bartender, but never a male Indian bartender. Okay, I actually find Indian women to be incredibly attractive. You know what I've noticed? I do too. Is that Indian women are like the new, like, trendy women to find attractive. It sounds really weird to say, but like, they're like, it's like, tr- like it's trendy. Has it ever been, tr- like, not, well, I guess, like, let's, let's discount what people pretended wasn't sexy when racism was, like, all over the place. Because you know there was a bunch of like country home white guys that fetishizing like, fetishized black yeah. women for sure. Well, I used to see okay, so like I used to always see like a lot of like cool black guys with like Migos or like Travis Scott hairstyles with Asian chicks, which I still see a lot of. But now I see a lot of those guys with Indian chicks. And I think well, there's, there's this new well, I don't want to say uh, let me rephrase that. There's not a brand of woman because I don't think that's a good way to say it. But there's a new brand of woman. I think that there is like there's there's been a yeah like some kind of awakening to like the fact that like Indian women they be thick. Yeah, for sure. They, they thick like they they have big boobs and big ass and they're sexy a lot of the times and like I don't know culturally there's that whole like. Uh, what do you call it? What's the what's the sex book that, that Kama Sutra, Kama Sutra yeah, yeah, yeah. like vibes <clears throat> that I like? I don't know. I like the accents I like for oh, some yeah. reason. Indian yeah, accents. they're very they're very well spoken. Very very frequently. They but, seem yeah. very like motherly in a way too. Yeah, it's like I, they can like if I'm having a bad day, they can like very jolly. No, you know, you know what I've heard? Jolly a lot of times about Indian women is uh-huh. the relationship between their eye color and skin tone is always fantastic. <laughs> No, that's true. Like, they always have, like, sometimes they have, like, amber honey-colored eyes with, like, like a darker-skinned Indian woman would have those eyes, and it just makes her eyes look so robust. Mm-hmm. And I've seen, like, an Indian woman also with, like, almost, like, cocoa-colored eyes that have, like, gr- like a green tint to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, Jesus Christ. I find the skin, like, um, that brown-colored skin to so be really rich. attractive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I've... There, um, I've only been with one South Asian woman. She was Pakistani. I had to choose. That's nice. You guys were like British both disappointing too. your parents in a way. Oh yeah, but her parents, I think, were divorced. Her dad was, was she Pakistan. Islam? Uh, culturally, but not religiously. I mean, she had a nose ring. And she lived in like England for half of her life. That's, oh yeah, that's hot too. Yeah, I was. I met her in Prague. We went. We didn't, we're all white. Months. Yeah, there's a lot of humble bragging in this story. I was in it. I was. I was, I was living in London. I 
I met her in Prague. No, I wasn't living. Though. She was for, like, I actually never, I never lived in London. It may, still makes me sound like a fucking, I don't even know, like entitled white person or something. But whatever. No, um, I was pulling your leg. But no, it was in Prague. And yeah, but anyway. Uh, still on dicks. Oh, big dicks. Think of other big, like, we, I don't think we went well, we, we can also We can also mention, you know, because most of them have big dicks. If an NBA player was running straight at you, and yeah. you couldn't fucking avoid it, right? And his dick was swinging in those shorts, like those mesh shorts, to like when the back of your dick touches the mesh, you like almost get that like semi-boner, you have to put your hand in your pocket. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you have to move it. You have to move it. Or you put it in the waistband. Remember waistbanding it? Mm-hmm. Anyways, so the basketball player's coming at you, and like, you know, like Vince Carter jumped over the guy in the Olympics. They, he gets his dick all over you. Which which basketball player do you want to carry their package on atop your forehead, you know, kind of grace your your hairline and drift across your shoulders with their inner thighs and balls? Um, I think from, like, a scientific standpoint, I would like to, like, Shaquille O'Neal would be interesting because he could have, like, he's so such a large person, he could have, like, an 8-inch dick and it would look tiny on him. Yeah. That's actually very true. That's a very good point. I think he does have a big dick, but comparatively <laughs> how he looks. Well, that's what I'm wondering, really like, small. is it proportional to his body? Because, like, if you're, like, a five foot five guy and you have, like, a six and a half inch dick, which is around the average range, then it, would, looks, it would look huge on right. a person that size, right? That's, yeah, right, right. Right, but, so proportionally... Yeah. But that, that alternatively, like, yeah, like, it'd be like, you could... You could foreseeably see like women thinking Shaq has a small penis only because he's so big that like an eight inch dick looks like a four inch dick on him. That's why in porn they usually want guys who are between like five six to like five ten, five eleven, because if they have like an above average size dick, it will look a lot bigger. Right. A lot of guys don't actually have monster cocks. But the women are small too, right? Not always. Not always. But a lot of them are very small. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I've heard that they're like five two, five one. It just varies. I mean there's tall women, there's tall guys too, but generally There's like women. Amazonian women in porn though. There's everything. Yeah, yeah. But the average, yes, the average there's like the most common for a girl in porn, she's like between four eleven and maybe five three, and then for guys, the average, the height kind of varies between five six to maybe six foot. But don't the don't the angles like the the dick size has more so to do with the filming angles? That's a big part of it. Because it's like people think it's it's obviously for a lot of people, it's maybe we're conditioned to think it's more aesthetically pleasing for whatever reason to see a big dick. Fucking somebody. No, so here's the thing. But I think it's more so because of the angles, right? Yeah, no, the angles are a big thing. The only real deal, deal breaker for penis size in porn is if you have a really small dick. You can't mm-hmm. have a really small dick in porn. Unless it's like some fetishy kind like of hum- like, like weird humiliation. But like a lot of people think like, oh, you have to have a monster cock. And it's really not true. You know who Devin Booker is? The NBA player? Yeah, yeah. Do you think he has a small dick? No, see, I just think he has the weirdest penis ever. Why? You think it's very like uh, discolored? You know how he's like kind of abstract looking for a black man? What does that even mean? I don't know. It's just good it to say. It really bad. It just sa- no, it sounds good to say. Well, um, actually, Blake Griffin's like a redheaded black guy. There you go. He's an abstract. Yeah. Let's talk about abstract black people <laughs> as white men. Let's name some abstract blacks. I'm Who's just saying ob- observationally, like Blake Griffin probably has like what his hair is more reddish, right? Yeah. 
He's probably got red pubes. I think he's Clay coordinated. Thompson. Clay Thompson, right. That's another abstract, abstract black. Well, they're half, they're half white. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, I, I, just like calling them, I just like calling them abstract. Um, <laughs> it sounds so bad. With, they have, they're the contrast. <laughs> the contrast is turned halfway up. It's like, stop. There's translucent white people. Um, I'm very white. Um, yeah, my mom's complexion. It's also from the Midwest. Yeah, it's tattoos, like Eastern European. Like, um, here's the thing about being from the Midwest. Like, there's a large part of me that wants to end up with like a hardy woman that's like not afraid to beat our kids. You know what I mean? Like, that's that to me is like a woman. Like, she'll cook a meal, like like a real farmer's breakfast for you. Hard, yeah. Hard. Make you know, super fertile, pregnant every year. She's always complaining about, you know, the fact that I work too much or whatever. Cigarettes? Yeah, smokes Virginia. like a fucking chimney. Drinks old Milwaukee. Jesus Christ. Uh, drinks uh, uh, bush cheap beer. Name is Pam. Kind of smells porch. like a carpet. Her name's Pam, or she goes by Tammy, or, or Tammy. That's Tammy or whatever. Yes. Or Darlene. Darlene, yeah. Yeah, uh, so that, yeah, Darlene actually is fitting. Like, well, I gotta get home because Darlene, you know, she'll. Dar- Darlene will have by my neck, you know, how that old ball of chain is. You know? Here's the thing, like, and I know we're gonna come off base, but um, that whole, like, phrase, happy wife, happy life, that's fucked up, man. Like, why why does she have to be the only one, you know, like, I, I understand that. So, like, that, that connotates that, like, a guy has to give up all of their. Well, that's what they do most of the time, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you guys do. What are we talking? We're talking about Amber Heard right now. <laughs> but um, I actually prefer a woman that shits in the bed. Yeah, it leaves a little, a little stretch mark, or a little stretch mark, a skid mark rather. Yeah, you know, you just it leaves more to the, you know. What are you gonna get? It's like makes life more exciting. Maybe it was Elon that shit in the bed. No, nobody's telling anybody. Like when they Elon were having the said shitting the bed, yeah. He did. Yeah, he probably did. I feel yeah. like. Can you imagine if his, his if his poops came out, you could hook him up to like the wall? You think Elon has like consistent like or like what's not consistent? Do, what do you, what do you think the consistency of his poop is? Do you think he has runny shits or like dominant like butthole stretcher? Healthy. I think it's healthy shits. Yeah. Healthy, but a little too a little lighter than. What what where what's his descendancy? He's South, South African. African. Really? Probably, probably like Dutch South African. Yeah, his his dad's like a, owns like a mine or something, right? That's yeah, like, <laughs> with like diamond. No, he doesn't come neighbors. from good blood. I mean, the white people in South Africa, apartheid. That was a big deal. Um, yeah, his name's fucking Elon. Do you have any like Jewish South African blood? Because there's a lot of like a lot of Jews have family in South Africa. Really? Yeah, you know Adam Freeland from hometown. He his parents are South African Jews. Uh, I didn't know that, but I I don't. Well, I don't. To be honest, I don't know a lot about like the Jewish side of the family. I know more about the Catholic side of the family. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm related to um, one a cardinal in the Catholic Church, which is really high up. That's wild. <laughs> he could be Pope one day. I was going to make and a low-hanging fruit joke, but I didn't. I don't know if he's one of the bad ones. That's I, good. That's. A good I don't point. know if he... I don't think he is. I haven't heard anything. Probably isn't. He might actually love God and not little boys. That's a good point. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't NBA, know NBA dick though I just have to say I'm gonna choose Yao Ming I'm just gonna leave it at that that would be an interesting one because yes he is he is Chinese so it would probably be he's really tall so that's another one where if it was like a 7 incher it'd look tiny on Yao Ming but not just cause he's Asian and not just cause he's tall but the fact that he when you're that tall you often have 
body problems. So I'm just curious, like, if that's affected his dick or his it's like dick has been resilient through all that. I don't know if it affects his dick, but it's, I'm imagining his balls hang very low. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, I completely agree. What color do you think his balls are? Kind of purpley. Uh, white. Yeah. I think they're a little, yeah, uh, like purpley. I think they're pink. used a little. I think they're purpley pink. He has low-hanging balls, though, dude. Like, heavy testicle, like, actual, uh, what do you call? Are they, is a testicle the actual ball inside your scrotum? No, I think he's, like, the, the kind where, like, because I remember when, when I was, when I was, I don't know, might have been high school or college, and I went home, and... <clears throat> My mom, like, but when my parents were, like, separated, but mm-hmm. my mom was still alive, and she was, like, doing laundry, and she was, like, washing my dad's underwear, and it was, like, this, it was, like, this very, it was, like, it was old man underwear, but it had a lot of, <laughs> had a lot of genital support, and my mom said, <laughs> I remember there's a place I'm going to this, but, <laughs> but my mom's, <laughs> but my mom said, um, she's, like, she's, like, she was, you see this, you see your father's underwear here. I don't know why I'm having this accent. But you see your father's underwear here, like, this is gay underwear. I think your father's gay. And so I'm too, I'm, I'm like too young to like really understand this. I was like, Dad, are, are you gay? I asked him that, and he's like, Sam, I'm in my 50s, and when you get older, your balls hang really low and it hurts. <laughs> so he's, I think Yao Ming, I have a point, but I think to round this up, I think Yao Ming has. Low-hanging balls that cause him pain, so he has to get, like, old, old people underwear. Oh, my God. Does that make sense? But Asian don't raise it. Copy. <laughs> I have nightmares about this, by the way. I have, oh, I have, I'm, I am my father's son, so does that mean I'm going to have painful low-hanging balls when I'm older? I think you will get one low-hanging ball, and your oh. twin will get the other low-hanging ball. That's fair. Dude, my, we were talking about uh, dad, dad dicks earlier, and we, we both confirmed that our respective fathers have very, very large penises. My, my dad, too. Oh, Ken has a big yeah, dick? Ken, Ken as well. Shout out, dad. Shout out to big dad dick, dude. Can we get to <laughs> clap it up for a huge fucking male dad penis? Like, the guys... Well, like, he, well, there has to be some men with, like, dads with small penises, though. But just consider the fact that part us We're not is big them. dick. Yes, but though I'm just saying, like, like, well, you know, I think I, I, I'm not, I'm not advocating that sexual selection is a real thing. I think that's a weird insult term. But I do think that women in the '40s and '50s had less of a choice of dick size of, of like what they got with their dick. First of all, like they they slept around, but maybe not not like they do now. And I also think like back then, like if you've heard any story of any grandfather that tried to uh, meet a woman, it was almost always that I went to her house every single day and refused to take no for an answer, and then she just ended up dating. It was almost like yeah, a think about story, that, story for sure. When you think about that for more than three seconds, it's like, whoa. That would be like psycho-level shit today, but they didn't really, like, like I'm saying, like, like they were like, you know, I could just see a grandmother saying, like, back in my day, you know, you just got the dick you got. There were times. There was kind of this like going on there and trying out dicks. You, you met that handsome man at the bar and you hoped you had a big giant hog, but if he didn't, you know what? You raised kids with that man because he fought in a war and he provided and we never had sex, never had love, never looked each other in the eye and stayed together until we were 70 years old. And that's America. 
I do kind of, the thing is, like, I think, sir, what do you think has gotten better as we progress and things that have gotten worse over time? Well, I think that, like, you can't, well, I, I don't think that there's, it's not taboo. Like, like if a woman gets pregnant today, like, they used to just put them in a convent. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's true. Or an insane, no, it, You're laughing, it's true. do that, but also, if any, if women had any, like, even remote <laughs> sort of, like, even remote sort like emotions or hysterical, they just put them in insane and then unlock them. Right, so go. <laughs> so if you, yeah, that's true. No, in the in literally in the sixties and fifties, get in the bus. If a woman had um had postpartum depression, they would institutionalize them. Yeah, you know, and it, it really was like Mad Men. Like you go home and you know whatever they they would just do it. Like they, they listen to their husbands. Like I listened to a podcast recently. Uh, like a This American Life about two um, kids that were switched at birth and the wife brought it up to her husband and was like uh, basically said uh, hey I think this isn't our kid and the dad was like no you're wrong we don't want to disgrace our doctor and so she lived with that lie for 42 years wait is, is this a real story? this is a real story yeah wow that's kind of how it was like you didn't question your husband's back then so I think in that way for for women it's better I think in terms of civil rights, that's the one thing that has clearly gotten better. Not just, I mean, for women and also civil rights, for you know, and also gay rights, trans yeah. rights, all that has gotten better. But a I lot think, of things have gotten worse. Well, too. I think it's like dating is hard. Like there really is options at your fingertips. So it's like nobody, you know, you you it's all, you, people have a hard time meeting that the right person because oh, they yeah. know they can just go on on, well, particularly like like good, really good looking people. Particularly, they get a lot of matches on social on those those apps. Yeah, I, I think that they do, but you know, I th I, I think that um, there was more surprise, you know, back in the day. It's like, oh, I'm not, I I don't know if I'm gonna have sex with this guy, but if he woos me at the bar, I'll take him home, and then you know, we'll see what we'll see what's you know what we uncover. Yeah, you you know? kind of had to swim in the river a little bit. You had to just like jump in a little bit. And men didn't men didn't men didn't believe the female orgasm existed past like 1985. No, you mean before nineteen before eighty five? But no, that's definitely a true thing. Women in the nineteen forties did not have orgasms. I think the the thing though, I think that gets confusing. Thank you for tuning into the incel podcast. <laughs> in, in the conversation, just about like this whether things have gotten better or worse in America, like I think a lot of people on the left will sometimes just automatically think that saying things were better, cer certain things were better in the past, automatically makes you like a Trump supporter. However. When it comes to civil rights and all that shit, obviously that stuff has gotten better. And, like, air quality in L.A. has gotten better, believe it or not, over the years. But when it comes to, like, overall, like, the environment, our, like, mental health, and, like, the cost of living, inflation, a lot of things are getting worse, too. So I feel like it's kind of 50-50. I think a lot of things are getting worse, but a lot of things are getting better, too. So it's kind of hard to really, truly say if things have gotten better or worse. I think most things are getting better. I think it's just, it's, you know, you're, you're, you're losing a little bit of the humanity. I'm, I'm a big person. I like to talk on the phone a lot. You know, yeah. and I don't know. A lot of people think it's weird when you call them. They don't. They don't call. I them. do too. Like I'm definitely a phone talker, not a tech, huge texter. Yeah, I think it's you can like a lot of stuff that that becomes conflict over text can be resolved with like a 20 second phone call. Yeah, Chris and I always get into this. He texts essays. Sorry, I was pointing at him. Yeah, he texts essays of conversation. And I'm always so weird. I'm older. Yeah, that's the funny thing is you're older, but you like text as much as like a Gen Z person does. Yeah, but I, I think that that it, it's it's a preference thing. Like my dad it hates talking on the phone. He's sixty seven. Yeah, fair enough. You know, I I just like it because I think it's I think having a conversation is a great way to pass the time. Yeah, but a lot I mean, of people they don't really feel that. Way. But I think also, <laughs> I think also a lot of people are afraid to, um, like I don't like talking on the phone because I'm I can text so quickly. 
like, and Jay can vouch for it, like, I can basically speak and text simultaneously. Yeah. Or, excuse me, think and text simultaneously. Like, the fuse is real strong. But my dad doesn't, like, he's not, like, a super texter or a super caller. Mm -hmm. But you'll be on the phone with my dad, and dude will just literally be like, like, he'll, he'll, he'll be like, be like a six-second silence. And then he'll be like, Christopher, I'm all done. And it's like... Damn, okay. That's true, weird. And I want to talk for like two or three more minutes because like, you know, we, we live far apart. I'm done on the phone. Christopher, I'm done. I'm hanging up. <laughs> it's like, all right, I guess we're done. But you know? Speaking of the past. Right, and like, preference. Speaking of like the past and just. Uh, like, damn. One thing I do, you know, I do romanticize the past to an extent. I know like a lot of it was worse, but just because of like my music taste and just like my overall sensibility of like what was popular and a lot of just shit that I like is from like the mid 20th century, late 20th century. We were talking about this a little earlier. Um, if you if you could go back at any time and hang out, necessarily hang out with anybody, but if you could go back in time to any point in history, where would you go back to? I would shoot heroin with Keith Richards. I mean, he's still alive to do that. Well, no, he's sober now. <laughs> like in France? I don't know where I would do it. Whatever. I like think it would be fun. In a bayou? I was when heroin was was in its prime. I don't know. The clay was robust. I was I'm a sober heroin addict, so I'm just romanticizing you heroin. Yeah. Um, no, I, I obviously Keith Richards would be an interesting person to do drugs with. To be honest with you, I would love to be sitting in like um, go back in any time. I would love to be sitting in a nice club or lounge in a nice suit, listening to like Billie Holiday serenade the crowd. That's pretty tight. And then you just like, because then I think that was like that weird, like 1930s, 1940s, 19, whatever, 1950s, where like I do kind of like, like that like going out was a thing. It was like an event. Dressing like, up. You dressed up. I don't do that now. Um, in fact, you know, I, I do like dressing up like occasionally. Mm -hmm. But I think at the time it was like great. You know, like there was a lot more of that, you know, sort of, you know, it was really, a, you know, artful in, in a way where... You know, there was no, think about, like, a, also, like, you're, there's no phones, there's no TVs, there's, you know, whatever, and you're just enjoying the experience, which I don't think existed past, like, the 1960s, because in the 70s you started getting, like, TVs and... Yeah, I you still think I'm... people were more, I mean, even when we were all kids, because we were close right. enough in age, um, especially you and I, is I still felt like you would go to a place... Even like in our early 20s, like even before smartphones were used by everybody, you would still go to a place and people would still talk to each other more. Yeah, I even agree. There was, there was no, like, yeah, like in a freshman year of college, um, like when, when you were like 25-ish or whatever, yeah. um, we, uh, you would go to a party and everybody had like Blackberries, like the sliding phones still. Yeah, oh yeah. So I don't actually, now I think about it, I don't think anybody was on their phones when you were at parties. Not consistently. Like, you would see people on their yeah, phones. Yeah, the past, like, the past six to eight years, it's been exponential to such a fucking degree. And especially with Gen Z, the, the, the ones that only know being on But phones. I mean, to what to, to second what you were saying, I think that, like, when when you dress up that way, what you're referring to, it was derived from yourself. Like, they were going out to be fly because they wanted to look fly. Like... It wasn't really like they were going to impress the paparazzi. Yeah, like uh, you could go and like you'd see an eleven-year-old, you know, getting off a shift at the uh, 
at the like insulin factory and then you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, dude. and then, then he'd have to work his second job as a newsie to feed his alcoholic father like that was what America was better you know? I don't think I'm not saying America was necessarily better I used to think that like in terms of I'm like, kidding by the way that was I know I know that you ever seen that shitty play newsies no, no, no idea what that is. Dude. I went to that with my mom and the. I, I just think like like that's fun. So like I saw this like these little videos on Reddit or whatever, mm-hmm. and it was in like the 1920s or 30s, like when it was like old cameras, like no sound, blah blah blah, and it was like a little like 11 year old who was a chimney sweeper, and he was walking like he was an adult. Mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, I get why that generation like you know fucked up all the baby boomers. But being so emotionally available because you know they didn't they weren't they didn't have fun their whole lives. Well, I was watching actually. Now I think about it, like did you, there's this new you know, like you know there was like the Ted Bundy tapes. Yeah, yeah. And now there's the John Wayne Gacy tapes. They have those now. Well, I, he was yeah he was like apparently like killed a lot of like, young men. Yeah, he was the clown. Well, he didn't dress up like a clown when he killed people. I learned like I thought that. Oh, I thought he did too. No, I thought that too. He just happened to dress like a clown in his free time sometimes. But um, wait, wh- hold hold on. So, 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 aside from killing people, just being himself, in his spare time, he dressed up as a clown. Yeah, because, like, well, they were saying in the documentary um, that, uh, like, he did it because when he was a clown, he felt like he could do anything. Like, he could touch, whip, feel up women, whatever. Like, nobody, like, questioned him because he was in makeup. I thought he was gay. Well, he, he, he was saying, like, that, again, I just watched this, so it's fresh, fresh in my mind, but he said he's a bisexual. But he only killed young men. But he killed like thirty something young men. But he wasn't. He was gay in his homicidal tendencies. He would. Yeah. He would like. I think he would fuck him. Like Did him. he bury him in that his backyard? Is that what he was? Basement. Oh, his basement. Yeah. That was in Chicago, right? Yeah. Actually, it's massively wild. I don't know why we're, we have this weird fascination with serial killers. It's incredibly fucked up. Very Maybe American. We like romanticize it. Very way. American, though. You go to Europe, they don't really talk about serial killers that much. Yeah. What? But I mean. I'm not even, like, obsessed with serial killers so much as, like, the psychology or motivation that, that would drive someone to become one of those people. That's always fascinating. Like, the breaking point in, in which someone passes to become savage enough to do something like that on a repeated basis. Like, I'm, I'm interested in the sliding scale there. I think it's, uh, it's, it's, like, it's like Freud. They wanted to fuck their moms. They all were just, yeah, mom, yeah, they just they wanted to fuck their, their moms, moms way too much. Um, oh, did Freud say that? As he said, um, he was well, he was, uh, uh, what do they call it? Um, Oedipus complex. No, Oedipus complex. Oedipus complex, yeah. Yeah, Oedipus complex is like men, men are feel competition with their fathers because they want to fuck their mom. That was like his whole thing. But I mean, what? he, well, Freud wasn't known for like having great psychology facts. He just was revolutionary in the sense of the, you know, that you're, what, what, what was it like your your the deeper mind like the, thought the unconscious, the unconscious mind, mind yeah. was his big thing but he he was a lot of his shit was like debunked he was actually a cocaine addict i learned this in psychology 101 at kansas state university in yeah, 2010. cocaine and cigars so it's just a plug for my college kansas is actually tight to a degree i'm gonna give you a person sam who you what you know who rachel dole is all is uh uh-uh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give that no, 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 you got it. 
Rachel Dolezal is the woman who claims she was black for quote unquote the benefit does. of black. No, she does. She's. I think she. I think she let go of that. Really? Like, I think she let go of it. Oh, she was the one who was like in the NAACP. Yeah, she was like the vice president of the fucking. Excuse me for laughing, but she was like. I mean, it was ridiculous. She was like the color gold. I think she's great and bad, man. That's what I think. Um, I don't know what I think of her personally. I think she's mentally insane. I was going to ask what you would do with her for the sake of the podcast, like just as an activity, but I'm going to give you somebody else. Oh, what would I do? Okay, so actually, I would, I, what I would do is I would, I would go to a black room in a comedy show and see how much she laughs. Oh, just like to see what kind of... To gauge it, see how comfortable she was? See how comfortable she was, yeah. Like if I knew, like, like if I went back and back and I knew what I know now, <laughs> I would go see like Bernie Mac in like 1992. Yeah. That'd be tight. Say, what motherfucker? Right. And I would see, I would then observe her, her behavior. Because I grew up in Detroit, so my two, uh, my two best friends in gr- growing up were black kids, Kevin Lorenzo, single moms. Okay. Single moms. And they would come over to my house, my parents were obviously white, and their moms would and again, this is coming from them, but like their her, their moms would be a lot like, "Hey, how's it going?" You know, and then my friend Lorenzo would always be like, "Mom, why are you talking like that? You're talking like you're know, trying to be white or code trying to talk shit. code switching." Yeah. That that's the term. Um, I would be curious to see if like because she was raised white, if she would feel the societal pressure to do the code switching, like if she was that psychotic with it. <laughs> That'd be a good gaslighting, Richard Dolezal. Am I like outing myself as a giant gaslighter in this whole podcast? No, I love podcast? it. <laughs> I'll give you somebody else. Dude, Whoa, no, Richard Dolezal yeah. can be, be, dude. She can be fucking gaslit all the way to. Hell. No, that's that's about as shitty as it gets. Yeah, yeah. racial. Well, I don't know what, dude. You gotta be out of your goddamn mind, dude. Well, we need to like get this whole like transracial thing out of there like this is like white women i think trying to feel more unique like that's half of what's unbearable about the tw- SJW tw- stuff. twitter and stuff anyways it's all like a lot of white women who like want to be like we're like you but then a lot of like minorities being like no you're not you fucking karen you know yeah yeah and it's it's a lot of white women policing everybody else and how woke they should they're be. doing the exact things white women do exactly. as a white guy. like hyper relating yeah, they're like they're like they're like these people are bad, but like you know don't take a look at themselves. I guess. Oh, absolutely. I'm gonna give you somebody else. What would you do? You meet Elvis the day he's about to die. You don't. He doesn't know he's about to die, and you can do whatever you want. He might die anyway. But just him in that state. He's addicted to whatever pills, and um, he's just fat Elvis. What would you do with fat Elvis? I would, I would, I would get a prostitute and fuck on a shag rug. With him? No, not well. I don't know about with him. I, I, I might like be there while it happens. He's watching. Have you ever been to Graceland before? No, no uh, it's in Memphis. My dad lives in Memphis. It's Elvis's house is like stuck in the past. Oh, but gosh. I would, I would party there. I would do cocaine with Elvis. So you do blow? Did he die in Graceland or did he die? He died on his toilet. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know he died on a toilet, but I didn't know he died. At, at, Graceland is the name of his like mansion, which is now oh, yeah. like a kind of a ghetto area now. I've been in Memphis. But the once. property is huge, isn't it? Yeah, it's big. It's like a whole museum. It's kind of freaky because it's like it literally hasn't changed since he died. That's wild. So it's like kind of stuck in the eighties or what, you know seventies or whatever year he died. Yeah, no, I know about Graceland. I thought maybe he had died on the road or something though. Oh. He was like in Denver eating one of those. Uh, His transition sandwiches. from being like literally Marlon Brando to Fat Elvis. 
to, to just Marlon Brando. To Marlon Brando. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. I guess other than Marlon Brando, I mean, young, young Elvis, like uh, I mean, there's a there's pictures of him. Like he had like he you could see why he was famous. Oh yeah, he was super good. Yeah, it was unbelievable. It was like he literally looked like if you drew the jaw, if an animator was like draw a perfect men's jaw. Like, the right amount of, of chubbiness on the cheek, the right amount of, of boniness, the right amount of muscle, but the right amount of non-toned muscle. Like, uh, that's that's it. You know? Well, that was, like, when, like, before women could, like, you know, like, we now have live in a world where, like, wops a song. But that was, like, when, like, you know, you know, your grandmas were wearing, they're, like, whatever those skirts were. Oh, that, and they were like, like the, you know, that that was they they were like they were like wet, they were like salivating. Poodle oh, skirts, yeah. Yeah. poodle skirts, yeah. yeah. I couldn't remember the word. That's such a weird word for a fucking clothing item, dude. I think it's because they had poodles on them. Pelvis Presley. That'd be tight. Yeah, as a porn star. Yeah. Well, yeah. what's funny to me about Elvis in general is like he was just hip thrusting, and people were like, "This is way too obscene." That was the time. It's kind of funny when you look back at it. Imagine how much ejaculate he just had, like, you know, at, on a little bit, like, dripping out of his pants. like and pre-cum, left, you mean? Yeah, pre-cum, like, on, that he left on stage. Elvis is pre-cum. Yeah, just... <laughs> hmm. That's probably the most famous... I mean, that might be some... Most famous Michael pre-cum. Jackson probably had some pre-cum that was dripping. Like, that's probably the most... Oh, the whole con- oh yeah, that's a whole other bag of worms, but... That's oh, a huge con- one, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um... Speaking of pelvis, Presley. Yeah, so uh, a lot of famous people that have recognizable names. And when you get to a certain level of fame, acts start to pay homage to you, you know? And so when they do that, they tend to have, like, uh, there's, there's a band called, like, uh, Dead Zeppelin, and they do... Uh, Led Zeppelin songs as the Grateful Dead. And then there's uh, Dread Zeppelin, which is a obviously a reggae, <coughs> blah, blah, blah. But, you know, who is Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy Fallon is um, a low-range crook that is giving motivational speeches after spending 90 days in rehab. <laughs> and, um, you know, sometimes people get these guys confused, but who's Jimmy Kibble? Jimmy Kibble is a guy who... Owns his own dog food store in Encino, and he's he has he still has Jerry curls and everything, and it's actually not even his name, but just one of the regular customers gave him that nickname just to fuck with him, and then started going by that name. Guys, uh, who's who's Marvin bisexual? Marvin bisexual is a uh, is a drag queen act. <laughs> That their whole shtick is that uh, this drag queen is dressing like a sexualized version of Marvin the Martian. (laughs) (laughs) And makes somebody dress like Bugs Bunny in the audience and they chase him around and stuff. That's a good one. Uh, Al Yellow. Al Yellow is... A, he was formerly an Al Green tribute act, but then he got jaundice because he was having liver problems. Sam Raw. Sam Raw is a guy that lives in the mountains that only eats raw chicken. I was going to say he's a, he's a raw vegan. Yeah. He's on a macrobiotic diet, but he's he also the first, sings. Yeah. Sam Raw is also an amateur porn star that coerces uh, <laughs> <laughs> aspiring uh, college porn stars into like, creating Sam Raw on the road. 
And that's where he takes it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a bang bust type guy. But it's, it's, like, it's in like one of those old vans that like the white trash families used to have, you know? Oh my it's, god, yeah. Like like they were the square vans that had like six seats in the back. It and smells mildewy. With like a VHS player in the back. That's completely horrible, man. It's really depressing. So um, I went to the grocery store and I saw Mick Bagger. Who, Filipino. Who, it's a Filipino guy with long hair and he does like a lot of like... Like really flashy moves while he's bagging your groceries, and he like kind of like turns around backwards and spins. McBagger is an Irish. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say Irish like that? <laughs> he's an Irish grocer that dresses like a leprechaun. Despite... <laughs> just completely changed. But the, the the kicker is that he's bagger. He's actually an Italian guy. <laughs> now he's Italian. <laughs> no, he because because um, Mick is a is is a. Uh, it's like a derogatory a, term for Irish people. Oh, I didn't even know that, actually. So Mick Bagger is an Italian guy that wishes he was born Irish, that uh, just is like a leprechaun, and he's like, he's like, hey, you ever been to Dublin? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, you know, I saw a, uh, a tribute act to a very, very famous singer that I love. It was uh, Whitney El Paso. What was she like? So she you works, guys came to the concert with Yeah, her. so um, I saw her... She didn't even perform in a theater. She performed in the casino in Reno. And she had... The casino in Reno. She was not even... She was black, but I think she was mixed with Malaysian, too. So she was like a Blasian Whitney Houston cover. You gotta throw in a race that you don't know so you don't look like you're racist, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We just want to start you in there so you sound like you're not making an assumption or a presumptuous... Yeah, you're not gonna say Chinese. It's too obvious. Whitney El Paso is, is somebody that it, it's a vaudevillian act <laughs> uh, just a one woman show where she travels around the country and um, gives free performances at Chili's across the country <laughs> <laughs> I like that <laughs> come meet the rings on Friday night can you imagine Fucking whoa, shit, I almost fell out. Hello, everybody, I'm back. Did you perform um, like, like corporate parties at Chili's? No, she just goes to every Chili's in the country and just performs for no reason. <laughs> just, it's like her weird OCD goal that she has. Yeah, it's like her mission is to, she says, when I think of America, I think of Chili's Bar and Grill. Which Chili's location did she have the worst performance at? I think she had the worst performance at the Chili's in Brownsville, Texas. Have you been to that Chili's? Uh, I don't know. I'm just because El Paso is a border town, so that's where she did her first tour. And when she when she did her um, when she actually performed and did her act in that particular Chili's, it's when she had the revelation that she had to step up her game, and it was a turning point for Woody El Paso. So we all know Mike Pence. What about Mike Pez? I mean. Mike Pez is like the guy in prison that can get you stuff. Okay, so it's like like the candy. But he, yeah. Pill. yeah, he was in that hardcore band, but then he started uh, he started the candy brand. <laughs> he has a tattoo. He's the guy with the tattoo of the Pez little thing on his <laughs> Adam's apple. <laughs> and the Adam's apple is the pet. Like and he's in that band that sings like this. Such a devil. You know, he fucking looks like uh, looks like Henry Rollins. He's like got one of those. Um, what do you call them on your necks when you're a smoker? Trachea thing. Trachea yeah. Trachea <laughs> Trachea <laughs> Trachea <laughs> what am I saying? The fucking yeah. The boys' He's like he's no. He's the guy that hangs out of the corner bar, and they call him Mike Pez because he's got the uh, tracheotomy thing, 
And they're like, oh, yeah, this is Mike Pez. He's a regular. And he's like, how you doing? <laughs> Does he actually put candy out of, like, the Pez? Can you imagine? Yeah, no, can you imagine his voice box dispenses Pez? Yeah, no, he's got a fake voice box that has Pez where he's, like, he just offers Touch it to it kids. To feel it. And then, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> fucking wild can you imagine they do that anymore you don't ever see people with well, how come they have to touch it to make it do that they always have you dude it's I like Velcro 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 no, dude that. hold on oh, yeah. they're Sad. always it's always like this it's never just like hi my name it's always this <laughs> it's always like hello there baby. and it's like they have to put their vocal cords together it's fucking I think that's bizarre. what it is actually they have to get it in the right place so it actually creates that vibration or can you imagine be horrible. You could never give head. Or <laughs> somebody fucks the hole. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> probably a small dick though. I don't know how small those 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 holes are. So, so we got a couple other tribute singers. Uh, Tony Backbrace. Who's that? Who's that? She's the uh, quadriplegic quadriplegic Tony Brax Tony Braxton impersonator that we we met when we were at. Uh, <laughs> Art Delicatessen in Studio City. Maybe it's a like a motivational speaker that gives uh, talks at schools about how scoliosis doesn't define your life. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I can't think of anything better than that. One of her colleagues, they're they're represented by the same agency as Celine Neon. I think Celine, or Celine Neon, Neon. Is, is like a trans, not even a trans woman, but just a crossdresser who can't sing for shit but imagines him or herself, whatever you want to say, as Celine Dion, but only wears really shitty glow-in-the-dark clothes. <laughs> fishnets. I'm imagining a lot of fishnets. Yeah, glow-in-the-dark fishnets. Uh, who's Britney Crossbow? I've heard Who's's of Britney Spears, but who the fuck is Britney Crossbow? Britney, Britney Crossbow uh, runs a conservative YouTube channel. <laughs> 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 she's sponsored by like Black Rifle Coffee or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. She just, she just is a hot girl that talks about how, and I think she's got to be black in this scenario too. So it's like a hot black girl that wears camo that talks about how much the libs are ruining America. She's just a contrary. And at the end of every one of her videos, it's like it's crossbow bitches. Yeah, she has some kind of weird catchphrase, and yeah, sponsored by Black Rifle Coffee and like Goya. That's so shitty. <laughs> That's so Goya. That's so fucking shitty. <laughs> I forgot about the Goya controversy. That just sucks, dude. Uh, well, you know, there's a famous soul singer that I don't even have to mention, but I actually though I think that that one of the ads is like Goya, the perfect beans for your perfect quinceanera. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Like actually, yeah, it's fucking so deliberately racist, dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! I was in Northern California a couple weeks ago and Wait, I saw I, this. Goya uh, is Mexican food, and Mexican women have quinceañera. Oh, I, I guess I don't know. I'm not from Southern California, but I'm doubling down on this right now. <laughs> so, I'll, I'll I was. Uh, I'm white too. I was in Northern <laughs> California. I was at this uh, black blues bar. Okay. And I met this dude named Otis, and he went by Otis Eureka. Otis Eureka is actually like an albino guy. Who, he sings sitting on the dock so of the he's, bay. So he's technically black, but he's albino, and he, he only sings sitting on the dock of the bay over and over and over again because he's like really deep Shem on the spectrum. Yeah. He's really deep on the spectrum. Sending 
Fucking shit's rolling. I think he's a traveling sex act that says Eureka. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Eureka is like, like when he like, like he can like do weird penis tricks. <laughs> he just opens like a trench coat. He's like Eureka. Yeah, exactly. You know what it might be is you know the dog that was in Milo and Otis. Yeah. He might have gone missing and they found him, and that's like the exclamatory phrase. Like you found when they, Otis. When they yeah, Otis Eureka. Eureka! I found Otis. So there are the the four tops, the Motown group. Mm-hmm. Who are the three dreidels? <laughs> I think the three dreidels are just three old Jewish men who complain who complain with each other when their wives play mahjong and smoke cigars. They're, I think they're three, yeah, three old Jewish men that play chess and pretend to know how to speak Yiddish but don't actually speak Yiddish. <laughs> That's a good like one. Yeah. 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 No, no, I actually changed my mind. It's it's three. Um, it's just three normal non-Jewish guys that wish that they were Jewish. <laughs> that just culturally appropriate Jewish culture. So they just fetish. They just wear yarmulkes while they perform. Yeah, they 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 want to be culturally Jewish so they can make the Jew jokes. It's like John Goodman in The Big Lebowski, or like the dentist in um, Seinfeld. But yeah, the Brian Cranston. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that Brian Cranston? Yeah. That's yeah. wild. So, uh, there's another great Motown group, Timeless Group. Um, they sing, Whenever You Call Me, I'll Be There. Uh, they're called the Spinners. Who are the petite porn stars? Um, they're a um, bunch of... They're, they're basically a little people <laughs> group that um, perform um, interpretive hip-hop dance and performances. I think they're just three... Like regular petite porn star girls who one night went to a karaoke night in Burbank, and that was the the name of their the trio they sang at when they sang Destiny Child De- Destiny's Child covers. You almost it's, sounded like an old like an old like Ecuadorian guy. That is tired. I was like stuck. It's a bunch of old Karens that did karaoke, and then that's their name for like that's their version of the Rat Pack. <laughs> and they're like we're the petite porn stars. My, I just gotta say this. I know my aunt has a bunch of like other old like seventy something Jewish friends, and they go to Palm Springs every year. You say they, aunt or aunt? My aunt. Do you say, say aunt or aunt? Aunt. Okay. You say aunt or aunt? Aunt. Okay. And they call themselves the Desert Rats. Nice. <laughs> um. So I met this like, this like. He was kind of like a, a beboppy like spoken wordy pop kind of guy that had like shaggy hair that wore flip-flops and his name was Jason Spaz and he sang these like frantic pop songs like Jason Mraz you guys ever seen him? Mm-hmm. yeah J- Jason Spaz he um, he has Tourette's syndrome and um, but he's a crooner <laughs> okay <laughs> so you know it, he's 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 a novelty act because people make bets on how many minutes he get through the song before he yells and gets off track. I actually my brother went to a school um, for people because my brother has severe dyslexia. Okay. And he went to a school and he's like he was telling me before his high school graduation, he was like just so you know one of my teachers has Tourette's don't laugh, and he would make these high pitched. Um, not like screams, but like noises. I shouldn't be laughing at this, but the way you're telling it makes me want to laugh. Well, I I did I couldn't not laugh. <laughs> what were the noises like? Give us a sample. Like, 
like something like that. <laughs> and they were doing like he's like super. I'm not. I, I felt bad what? saying this. Give me, give me a frequency. Like give me an example over a third. Like give me. Well, like you a have text to understand. Text. I'm a really deadpan person. This is very tough for me to do this. But it was like a. Huh. Huh. <laughs> 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 and it was just it was hard to, for me not to laugh because it was funny. It was it was like a. Julia was an exemplary student and is going to this school next year. And then you'd hear, ha! Right in the middle of it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Mickey Mouse, like, yeah. Oh, it sounds like a Tai Chi sound or some shit. Like, yeah, it was, like, it was just random and sporadic. But he was a great guy, good teacher, I'm sure. Oh, God, that's fucking funny. All right, uh, so uh, you guys want to tell me about some wild sexual exploits you've experienced? You want me to go first? Um, yeah. Yeah, so let me think of something weird. The worse, the better. Um, I had well, I guess this is this is more gross, and it's 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 no fault on the gal, but um, I did have sex with this girl um, once. Actually, no, this was it was weird in a way where it was like okay, so I had sex with her, and we were fooling around. This was back when I lived in Texas, and I like was she was sitting on top of me. I stuck my fingers in her in her pussy, basically. I was like starting mm -hmm. to finger her, like foreplaying, and I pulled it up, and it was covered in blood. Mm -hmm. So, which granted, she can't control when she her period starts. But what made it weird was she said she had a condition that she bleeds when she has sex. Oh. I think it's because she was nervous. Yeah. Um, she just made that shit up on fly? I think so. And so we, you know, I found out it was a lie. I never really acknowledged it. But she was also a hoarder. Oof. So we were over at her place. And she had, um, we, she had the same hot sauce on her um, counter for, like, months. Because, like, when I get, like, had, like, when I get, like, fuck buddies or something... That's actually not that weird. I haven't had a lot of really weird sexual experiences, mm -hmm. to be totally honest with you. Yeah, yeah. I, don't know, I would notice the hot sauce though too. Well, I noticed like in the why that happen? There was like a box because she was she was overweight, <laughs> she was fat, and um, love. How fat are we talking? I mean, she looked. She was a, a sexy fat. I think. Or... Well, technically, yeah. I mean, real good at BMI for sure. But she carried it well. Like she had a good proportional fatness to her. We're talking. We look at her BMI. We're talking about BMI, dude. You were like, you just look at it like a factual. Well, what's up? Yeah, let me look at all these, all the women I'm having sex with and their BMI. No, I'm saying like a physician would say she's obese. To me, she looked fine. I thought she looked. It was a stupid joke. And she loved fried chicken, and she would order all the time. Kept hot sauce on. Was it Rachel Dolezal? <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> oh, that's that's the yeah. I, we just talked about that. Um, no, I, I'm not gonna say her name, but um, yeah, she was a white woman. So she was a, a BB. Uh, what would you what would you call it? A BB uh, BBW or an SS SSBW? That's right. Like a super BBW. Yes, that's what that's what. Well, she like used to be apparently like like she was you know she like lost a bunch of weight and then you know she was like fit, fat fit in a way. Oh, okay. and started put on weight like dude. Towards... It'd be cool if you combine those words and just said fatit. Fatit, yeah, that'd be a good word. Like fat tit. I guess I like. Um, I had sex with a, a trans woman, who was like pre-op. Okay. Had a penis, which was fine by me. Yeah. But said 
Um, and again, I don't I don't know if this is offensive or not in a way because I don't know a lot about the trans community. Mm-hmm. But said, "Come in my pussy and get me pregnant." Yeah, but I, I came in her asshole. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I think it's like the yeah, it's like, like role, the role. Uh, I think it. Yeah, I didn't want to. I wanted to be, but to me that was like a learning experience for me because I didn't question it. Yeah. But I think it was like a. I'm a woman. Yeah. Yeah. This is my vagina. It's an asshole or whatever. What about you? What's a weird? I mean, one? I have a lot of really weird ones, but this one is just like the, I'm just gonna say the worst sexual experience I had. This isn't actually the weirdest one, just the worst. Met this girl on Tinder in New Orleans at a bar. She'd been hanging out at the bar for a while. She had a very like a scowl on her face. I don't, I don't know if I'd say where's the rest. Eye patch. Yeah, she was like a pirate. <laughs> and, uh, she just she just had like a really unpleasant look on her face. Definitely, I wasn't being catfished, but did not look as good as her pictures. But I was like, whatever. Um, it was towards the end of the night when I even met up with her, and she invited me over to her apartment, which is like a weird warehouse part in New Orleans, and it was like close to the bar. So I was like, whatever, already here. Went to her place. It was pretty nice, pretty clean. And we were she had all this like flavored whiskey, which is very weird. And we were watching The Twilight Zone. That's good to watch though on any date. Yeah, but it was weird with her. So she's. Do you, she, do you think she put it on just kind of like because she knew you were like into uh, what? What's the way to articulate that? Just vintage shit? Or do you I don't know. I just suggested like, it because it was like on Netflix and it was in front of us. But she kind of had a scowl on her face. She had like kind of weird curly hair. She wasn't really fat, but she didn't have like you know just from her clothes on didn't have a could tell she didn't have a great body, but. Um, Whatever, I'm not like, I was, at that time I was just like fucking whoever. And we start making out, things are going okay, and then I start going down on her. And it's gonna make me look bad, but in the middle of me going down on her, she goes outside to smoke a cigarette. She's like, just hold on, I gotta smoke a cigarette. But then we like just continue it and everything, and I just, I'm like not really into it, but I'm like, whatever, like I might as well just like finish it all. So we go, she's like, hey, you wanna come into the room? Come into my room. We go into her room, and there's a giant Bob Dylan poster behind her room. And it's just like such a like a weird detail that the fucking Bob Dylan is like hanging above while I'm having like some of the worst sex of my life. And she was just making like, ah, ah, ah kind of sounds. Oh. And. It was over, and I told her, you know, in the heat of being, you know, drunk, you're buzzed, and even if you're not into someone, you're drunk and you're buzzed, and you're just, like, have an ulterior motive, and they're like, are you going to spend the night, and you say yes, which is horrible, it makes me sound like such a shitty dude, but anyway, I, I finished, and um, I was like, you know what, post-nut clarity, I'm going to go. And post as as I we were, you know I was walking out of her bedroom okay, trying, okay, trying to get my stuff. Fuck! All my clothes were all over the living room, and she's like, "So you're just gonna leave and leave all your stuff here and just take off?" I'm like, "You know, I'm just tired now. I can't sleep in somebody else's bed." And then leave, get in the Uber, and as soon as I get in, it was like this. It was a black Uber driver, and he was like, he had the seat all the way back, and I just was like, I just first as soon as I got in the Uber, I was like, "Man, I gotta stop thinking with my dingling." And that was that. Oh, what'd he say? He was like, I've been there. Yeah. So I, I have way more fucked up stories, too. But I think, like, it's another... For, like, another podcast. Yeah, I, I, I just... I mean, I, I've slept around a bit. Uh, you know, like a lot of people have. But I, I can't really think of anything really insane that, that I've done. Or, like, like yeah. any, I've never... I've never, like you know, done anything crazy or weird or obscure. I didn't want to tell a story that was like, 
flattering to me and I didn't want to tell like a good sex story because the last time I told a story about when I had sex with this like hot Russian woman in front of her husband nice. and it was like a whole adventure I told that on the podcast what, what did he say anything was he like reading well, you no he like you fuck my wife yeah no it was way more it was a longer story and I told it it was more of like a cuckold situation listen to episode like 10 I think when we have our friend Billy on I tell the story oh, but okay. basically like it was like a you ever pick point and click adventure games like Monkey Island or anything like that? It was like that. I was horny. I was studying abroad in Hamburg, Germany. And I was on Cra- <laughs> I went on Craigslist. Some guy was like, okay, I'm looking for a young guy to fuck my wife. So went into it, reached out to him. He was like, okay, well, I don't know if you're my wife's type, but if you do all these things, like you get it, like you, you meet her unexpectedly at a bar. She's not going to know who you are. Do all these series of things and you can fuck her. It was this whole long story, but that it, I've told the story so many times that you know you just gotta listen to it. It's like a yada yada yada. I came on her face and he watched. Yeah, and I fucked her again in a, when he was driving the car. So first time ended up going back to the hotel. Second time met her in a parking lot, surprised her there, and then I started hooking up with her in the parking lot. Um, this is in Germany too, and then. He wasn't even there, but he shows up with his iPad, and he's just, like, behind us, just, like, stroking his cuff, like, as I'm, like, going down on her and stuff. Nice. And we get, like, in the back seat of his car, and he just drives us around Hamburg. We get back to uh, my dorm. He's about to drop me off, but then, like, I'm still fucking her, until, and then, like, she just, like, squirts everywhere. And it sounds like I'm bragging here, but it's just for the sake of the conversation. Afterwards, she doesn't speak English well. She's completely silent, and he just turns to me and talks. And, like, the light is on his face like Marlon Brando in Apocalypse now. Oh, nice. And he's just like, so I heard you went to Denmark. Like, you took a road trip there. You know? You know, what did you think? And I'm like, yeah, I liked it. And he's like, oh, yes, modern city with classical touch. And he's just, like, having this, like, really normal conversation. Europeans are weird, though, man. Like, they're, like, that might even... open-minded about sex, but... It was after, I, like, his wife had just, like, squirted all over his car, and she was, like, falling asleep, like, in his front seat. We're was, the only ones. America's the only ones that had all this shame with sex. You were, like, Puritan. you were fuck somebody, and, like, I feel guilty or whatever. Yeah, but I also have a very, a lot of, like, just horrible sex stories very, that are also very crazy. True. That's a very, very Americanized, like, manufactured guilt kind of thing. Chris, tell yeah. us your fucked up sex story, your crazy sex story. Uh, I wish I could come up with, like, a better one, but, um... I mean, this isn't really like a sex story. I'll just tell like a a, fu- a funny story. One of the first times I like realized, huh? one of the first times I realized like you could rub your own balls while you beat off. Yeah. I did that while I was on the toilet, and I ended up like jerking off and somehow like pooped all over my own hand while my hand was underneath my my taint holding my balls. Oh my ah. God. So I was like jer- pre-jerk off, immediately deflated my boner and just poop was on my hand. Like, I'm kind of like afraid of shit. Have you guys ever sharted during sex? No. I actually haven't. I've been, I've been with... Spider-Man. I've gone over to somebody's place and like had, I, I no question, like ex- I was going to have explosive diarrhea like any second. Oh yeah. And at that point you've just got to go into the bathroom and just do it. And yeah. Hope that they're like polite about it and you know what to be in this particular case uh she absolutely was very chill about it but um she was like didn't say anything whatever i was like you know i know i just blew up your bathroom and just took a diabolical shit in your bathroom but i just want you to know baby i did the same thing for you I i would pretend like it didn't happen i didn't say that but could you imagine if i said that um 
Uh, the, I do remember the first thing I jerked off to, which was a Sports Illustrated magazine. Swimsuit issue? No, but I switched to a page <laughs> with an advertisement that had a swimsuit on it. That was one of my early ones. Did you, when you guys first started beating off, when you guys first started beating off, did you use like the soap, the bath soap? No, you told me that. That's weird. I did that, yeah. Yeah, How do you use soap on your dick? What are you talking about? You like rub it, rub, you keep your hand soap onto dick. Well, you, yeah, well, I, so I assumed you needed like, when you jerk off, you need like lube, but you don't. Mm -hmm. Like when you're a kid, you just see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First you watch porn, you're like, okay, they're, they're using whatever, this girl uses like whatever. I think I used soap, and I think it made my pee burn, and I tried Vaseline. <laughs> and that was impossible to get off my dick in my hands. Oh, yeah. It's the petroleum. Yeah, oil. dude. I used to use that Murray's hair gel, which is the same shit as Vaseline, basically. Because I thought it would, like, I thought it was cool. Now I keep, you know, water-based lube on, on my bed. Like, Just as a go-to. Well, I use it, like, when I have sex or whatever, but I'll use it occasionally for jerking off. I use coconut oil and olive oil, yeah, I call it sometimes. Hmm. But I have I only used olive oil for a short time because that shit's like fucking it will stain your bed and all that. Yeah. But when I I first started uh, masturbating, I just discovered it accidentally. Didn't know what it was. It was by humping the bed. I used to just hump the bed. Oh, interesting. I think jerking off the, fir the first time you come is like heroin. It's like it never gets better than that first time. I was masturbating even before I like could ejaculate. I was just having like dry orgasms. Oh really? I, I definitely came and was like. I was like six or seven though. Oh, you're, you're super young. I might have been twelve. Yeah. Thirteen. I I don't know. I definitely think it was before. It was definitely before high school for sure. How old were you, Chris? Early, early. We talked about this. You're like five, you said. Like before five. Four yeah. or five. Yeah. Six or seven. I think it's we're both only children. I wonder if that has to do anything with it. I'm jacking off super young. Nobody's there to like walk in on you as easily. Uh yeah well yeah I can't I know I was I was definitely not that young I might have been eleven or twelve yeah I used to sit in the bathtub with my legs up and use the <laughs> Dove soap bar and just rub it up against that little circumcision spot you know what I'm talking about okay. um yeah I used to hump like uh what is what is that called like the little the little fucking no idea. On the back of your dick, the little fucking where this where it was circumcised. But yeah, that that like bunch of skin right there, that like you know like that little that little part, like where it's more most sensitive. Yeah, what is that called? I don't know. No, I don't. Mean, it's I weird that we don't know. <clears throat> uh, foreskin. I used to. There was a, a Britney Spears Pepsi commercial. Remember there was like a Britney Spears Pepsi commercial in like the year like two thousand two thousand one. I used to hump the floor in my den. While the commercial was long. <laughs> yeah, so shitty. Yeah. I used to beat off to Max on the magazine, too. I used to beat off just any magazine I could find that was, like... I, I think there was, like, you know what Sunset Magazine is, dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like a home and garden yeah. magazine that my mom subscribed to. I just found, like, some, like, housewife on it. I, I would take my sister's Victoria's Secret magazines that they would get in the mail, and then occasionally I would do, like, the JCPenney catalog. That <laughs> <laughs> had, like, the mom bra section or whatever. I used to beat off the Nickelodeon magazine when I was a <laughs> kid. Uh, I jerked off once to that um, that video game sex scene in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. I, I think I did too, actually. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a true 92 baby move. I think that, yeah, I was like, because, you know, uh, porn um, wasn't as easy to come by. Like, you had to use, like, lime wire and risk it. Yeah, I used Because there lime weren't wire. really all these, like, tube sites, you know, where you could just stream whatever. 
you know. It's horrible, but did you ever, like, you, you try to download porn or something, and then you got that horrible video of that guy, like, putting his head in the woman's vagina or whatever? You remember that? It was like a, like a fucking weird bug video they just gave you, or the Bill Clinton clip. Well, wait, what? There was also, if you try to download music, sometimes it would, the spam clip would be Bill, like a joke Bill Clinton impression saying, oh, no, I can't. Can you, I can't do Bill Clinton right now. Yeah, I don't know. What, what does he say? I did not have sexual relations with that I woman. I did not have sexual yeah. relations with that woman. Close enough. I did not. Yeah, I can't do it either. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. And they found, like, Kermit the Frog. Yeah, a, um, uh, I, I know I, I, I had some weird videos come up when I thought it was going to be something else. Um, That's just really, like, surprising or something. When it was like the line wire, you didn't really know what you were getting. Yeah. yeah, it was like almost like deep web type, like weird, just like yeah, it was very weird. Walking on landmines type shit. Is that learning? Is that it? No. We can still talk about shitty food combinations. Are you? Um, no, I can. Uh, yeah, let's do this last topic and then. All right. Um, yeah, we'll end on this. We got one more thing, guys. Jay's been talking about this shit for years. Just bad combinations of food, Jay. What's your textbook example? The worst thing I always that I think I've ever came up with is just a chicken tikka masala with some strips of winter green gum just floating in it. I don't know. Can you think of like what? What's another awful dish, Chris or Sam? Um, I mean, I used to work at Subway in college, and people would put mayonnaise on their meatball subs. Mm, oh my god! Yeah, subtly bad. I thought that was so gross. That fucking horrible. Yeah, that Ow. is pretty repulsive. I think um, mustard on tuna sandwiches was another really weirdly gross one. See, that doesn't sound that bad. Maybe actually, maybe maybe that's in. I think about it. Compared to the gross. first one, it was so much more docile. Weird food combination. You can be really subtle. I mean, don't be too extreme, like monkey brains and poop. Like, but it's like. No, I'm thinking like stuff that I see people eat a lot that I find disgusting. Um, Black bean ice cream. That'd be pretty bad. I think coffee flavored ice cream is gross. I love coffee flavored ice cream. Yeah, oh, okay. You really think it's gross? I don't like it. I don't like it now. But not just you, you drink coffee, gross, but I like do. objectively, yeah. like just horrible and almost imaginary terrible com- combinations of stuff. What about um, like that Moroccan fried chicken, but like over seasoned with dill? Ugh, that doesn't sound very good. Sounds like, dude, like dill chicken. Another one is an In-N-Out Double Double with raisin bran in the middle of it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's gross. Or like uh, like uh, pickled onions on a Snickers. Cottage cheese hamburger. So like the burger, like that's like the 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 garnish is cottage cheese. Oh, that's pretty like awful. That's, that's a bad combination. That's like that's, yeah, like ground beef patty cooked like seared on a grill with cottage cheese. Oh, that's pretty like bad. Like the cold cottage cheese warming up with the heat of the meat. I don't like fit like this is obviously all preference stuff, but I don't like really fishy stuff. Like, very fishy-tasting stuff. So, like, I like sushi. Mm-hmm. Like, I like salmon rolls and, like, some of the basic stuff of sushi. But if somebody put, like, let's just say, like, fish eggs. Like, ha- something very fishy. Like, caviar tastes incredibly fishy. Yeah. I've had it before. I know it's a fancier food. But um, if I had, like, sushi with, like, really, f- like, a really fishy fish on it, to me, that, like, that was cooked, that smelled bad, and that really fish ocean taste. Yeah. 
Now, I, a lot of people would probably think that's great, but for this is just you know for me personally, I don't like very fishy tasting things. Okay. Preference. Um, oh well, I mean this is this I saw on the internet today, but um, getting a pasta with um, with shrimp, but they don't cut the tails off. Ugh. Ugh. I, I mean that, that that's happens. terrible. It happens, but it makes eating the pasta so much worse. So, yeah, yeah it's you don't like that rubbing against the pasta and all that. Yeah. It's not very good. Dude, but like, yeah, like the little, it almost is like having an insect in your pasta or something. It's weird. Well, you have to like use your hands and it's, it's usually like a white sauce on it. What about just icing Ugh. on a hot dog? I think icing on anything might be good. <laughs> I don't know, dude, like, like that like plastic kind of tube of icing, like cinnamon, like vanilla icing or whatever, and mm -hmm. just put it on top of a hot dog inside of a bun. I'm weird because I'm like... Actually, I like icing, but I'm just fat guy. I like salad <laughs> over icing. Right take it all in. Yeah. Um, I think, like, a mint flavor, like you mentioned. Like, if you had, like, mint-flavored ramen with, like, sriracha. Ugh. <laughs> oh, my God. Ugh. That's a pretty gross That's one. That's a pretty bad one. What about just pho? Like, Vietnamese soup with the your... orange juice base? I was going to say your peppermint patties in it. Yeah. Just floating around. That's gross. Yeah, I think York. Let's just say York peppermint patties. Gross. <laughs> dude, Who's those eating are that shit? Terrible candies. <laughs> I remember being a kid and I went to this restaurant called Nats and like they would always position the York peppermint patties so the logo was like facing directly out at you and it's like, dude, that doesn't look inviting at all. Well, I think they do. It's like an air freshener, but you're getting some sweets or whatever. Because like they did what I remember like. They had all these weird Coney Island, they're called Coney Island, like Greek diners mm -hmm. in the Detroit area, and um, they would have like York peppermint patties that you can grab on your way out. <laughs> and you're a kid and you grab it and you take one bite and it's like the most overwhelming sense Strong. of mint. It's yeah. terrible. It's horrible. And then um, there's Junior Mints. Those are bad. Yeah, those are terrible. Peppermint patties are way worse. Peppermint patties are fucking terrible, dude. You like Korean barbecue? Yeah. So you know when you get Korean barbecue, they sometimes give you those like the leaves, like the lettuce wrap type thing. Instead of having that wrap, you just use the little tree car air freshener for the Korean barbecue. Oh yeah, that's gross. Yeah. All right. Well, that is episode nineteen. We'll see you soon for episode twenty. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank uh, you, you wanna, for me. You have anything yeah. going on this week that you want to uh, let anybody know about? Uh, follow me on Instagram, just at Samuel Bilski, and on TikTok, and at Samuel Broderick Bilski. Okay. I'm plugging the TikToks now. Um, just comedy shows all around Los Angeles, so you can see it on my Instagram. That's it. Visit some of that shit, listen to more of our episodes, listen to more of his episodes, and then we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for